Yo, 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 it's your man, Big Daddy Roughneck. You're tuned in to the Gary Brugman Podcast. Prepare to be entertained. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 18. I'm glad to have you here today. Stay tuned. I got a good show for you today. Got some things I need to get off my chest, let you know about. So let's go ahead and bounce off some guardrails and let's get to it. Hello, America, and what's up, Texas? Today I'm coming to you from Studio North, Fort Worth, Texas, where the West begins. That's what the police cars say around here. You know, I've always been a history buff, especially military history and law enforcement history. And basically every police department around the country is tough as nails because you got to be tough as nails to be a police officer. But uh, this Fort Worth Police Department, I've gotten to know a bunch of them, both retired and, and still actively on the job. And this is one pretty tough police department. And the history that go that dates back to the 1800s, I mean, it's just... Really amazing the things that I've learned, and I'll tell you about that on another episode. But it's been a pretty eventful week for the podcast. So I got affiliated with Hero Soap Company. They were nice enough to create a promo code for you, my listeners. Uh, Promo code is 10% off. Just use promo code HONORFIRST on every order, and you'll get 10% off the entire order. And they sent me a few bars of soap to try out. And I've ordered some other stuff that also had me curious. I'll be reporting on that soon as well. So thank you, the Hero Soap Company. I will tell you more about them in a bit. All you need to know right now is promo code HONORFIRST at checkout. Promo code HONORFIRST. And they are HeroSoapCompany.com. And they are Hero Soap Company on Facebook and Instagram. I also made a great connection with uh, the administrator of the Old Patrol HQ. It's uh, oldpatrolhq.bigcartel.com on the web. And, man, they got some great T-shirts there that'll make you laugh. He's got some great swag and, uh, and some great gear, hats, cups, all, bo- all Border Patrol theme. And if you're, if you're a former PA or an active PA, you're going to love it. They got some funny memes on, on there on their IG it's Old Patrol HQ on his IG. And um, we've been talking for about two weeks, everything Border Patrol and branding and websites and stuff. And uh, he, we were talking about logos, and, and, and he was explaining some logos to me and what it should be catered towards. I was looking at my sign right here that's right, right above my board, right above my soundboard here, and it's the Border Patrol uh, logo. It's got my class number and my name above it. And uh hit me, and the logo hit me, so I ran it past him, and he kind of liked it. So within 24 hours, the Gary Brooklyn podcast had a new logo that I totally just love, and uh, you've been seeing it out there, and it got tweaked a little bit more. So it says the Gary Brooklyn podcast. And it's a it's an excellent logo, and I'm going to be hitting everything up with it. So let me know what you think. Go to my Instagram, and it's Gary underscore Brugman underscore podcast. Or you can find me on uh, Facebook under Gary Brugman. Also, I'll be heading towards Tulsa, Oklahoma this weekend to help out my brother Chris Peranto. Uh, he's, I'm going to be spending some time with him. He's going to be doing a 
possible uh, book signing and stuff like that. So I, I'm going to go and help him out and uh, get to see him. So that's going to be really, really, really cool. And uh, I'll let you know more about that on Monday's podcast when I get back, how that goes. But I want to uh, dedicate this podcast. And uh, I was thinking about this this week because I had a lot of stuff going through my mind. And I'm always thinking about one thing or the other. But I started thinking about, you know, home and New York City and, of course, 9-11 and everything that happened. So I want to dedicate this podcast to the 2,977 victims who lost their lives on that beautiful September 11th morning in 2001, of which 343 firefighters were firefighters and uh, 71 law enforcement officers, including NYPD and uh, and the Port Authority police as well. They, uh, they, of course, all died when the towers of the World Trade Center collapsed and came crashing down on top of them, burying them in the rubble. And um, also 55 military personnel who died at the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia, and those who died on Flight 93, and the families and loved ones of, of all of those who... Man, I'm sorry, I get choked up every time I talk about this. But I also want to de- dedicate it to the families and loved ones of all of them who who have lived since that day dead inside without their loved ones, without their mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, kids, uh, everybody who was lost that day. I'm born and raised in New York City, so the attacks hit me hard and I took it really personal. I thought I lost my best friend, Dennis. Dennis Sabelli, I call him Freaky D. I thought I lost him because I remember during the first attacks in uh, 93, I thought I lost him then too, but I didn't. And then on this one, I I couldn't get hold of him because cell towers were down and his mom called me freaking out, you know, but amazingly enough, he says he learned from the first attacks on the World Trade Center in 93 because Dennis worked directly across the street. I mean, like directly across the street. Not not even a hundred yards across the street, and uh, he says he bounced quick. By the time the second plane hit, he was halfway across the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> I was so glad to hear him say that. And I was actually on the phone with his mom when he got to the house, and uh, it was man, my heart just filled up. But everybody who who was lost that day, I'm glad my friend was safe. But everybody who was lost that day, I dedicate uh, this episode of the podcast to you, to every single victim. Every single victim, both the fallen and uh, and those that continue to survive. So, honor first. God bless America. So, before I get ranting on today's episode, I want to go ahead and start hitting up some of the sponsors because I'm getting a few and I need to like break them up between the episode now because this is great. This is so great. But I'm going to hit cue the music and I want to thank GMR Gold. Uh, GMRGold.com. GMRGold.com. And I've bought several pieces of silver from them in the past. And I just signed up for their bullion box uh, beginning of the month. So next week, I should be getting my first package with my precious metals so I can add to my collection. And uh, they got several different packages, uh, subscriptions for the bullion box. They have five different levels. It used to be three, but now they have five different levels. They start at like $19, $49, $125, $250, and $500. And every every uh, bullion box package comes with a card describing that the medals that they chose out for you 
and what the coins mean and a bit of history on them. And also, you can request information on how to secure your retirement with precious metals in your IRA. Just call GMR Gold at 877-795-9585. And Charlie and Tom, they'll take really, really good care of you. I mean, GMR Gold's great. They're GMR Gold on Facebook, gmrgold.com on the, on the web, and GMR Gold on Instagram. Go check them out. And also, I want to thank Maximum Altitude. For all your custom truck accessories and off-road needs, call my brother Joey Max. Maximum Altitude has a state-of-the-art shop and showroom that'll floor you. And he's got, he's got openings right now, so if you need work done on your truck, go check it out. Tell him I sent you. Maximum Altitude's been in business in South Texas, in San Antonio, for 26 years, and is a pioneer in custom trucks in South Texas. So go to MaximumAltitude.com or call Joey at 210-655-0184. And again, tell him you heard it on the Gary Brogan Podcast. And don't worry, your wife called. She says it's okay. And also, I really, really, really want to thank one more time, one more time, Old Patrol HQ. Um, they really helped me out with that logo. That's, that's a big, big, big push for me. That's so huge. And uh, go to Old Patrol HQ on Facebook and Instagram. And on the web, it's oldpatrolhq.bigcartel.com. And like I said, they got some great gear, um, excellent merchandise. Go out and buy some stuff there. And... They got funny memes. If 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 you if you've ever worn the uniform, and even if you haven't, just the stuff that come they come up with is is great, and I share it all the time. And what I like best is the esprit de corps, just a just a camaraderie that there is there. So go check it out because you know why, right? Because there ain't no patrol like the old patrol, and everybody knows that. Yeah, honor first. So I don't want to drag out this whole corona. Oh, hold on. Coronavirus. I don't want to drag it out forever because it's everybody's talking about it, but everybody's talking about it. We got to mention it. So, you know, it's hard to make everybody happy. All right. Everybody's freaking out. Nobody's happy. In the beginning, oh, the president didn't take enough action quick enough. The president didn't shut everything down. He didn't move quick enough. So everybody was protesting, having to stay at work. Well, why, why do I have to work if, you know, Everybody else is, I, I'm essential. I have to go to work. You know, now they're, t- they're, they're tired of being home. Now they're protesting being home and wanting to go back to work. You know, mind you, I believe we do have to go back to work. But it, it, it's hard to just make everybody happy. And um, I believe that that's because we live in the greatest country in the world, the most free country in the world, because that's what this country is based on is freedom. And we're all spoiled, spoiled like milk. Yes. And, you know, we're Americans. You can't tell us what to do. You can't tell us to not go to work. You can't tell us to stay home because we're Americans and we can do what we want because that's our that's our right. And you're right. It is our right to do that because that's what this country was based on. That's what everybody's died for is for everybody to have freedom. But remember, freedom isn't free. Freedom comes with a price. It always does. Everything's got a price. You know, I've told my son and I've told my mom, 
whenever they're talking about getting free stuff. Hey, this is free. This is free. I always tell them, I said, nothing in your life is free. Nothing's free. Nothing. And especially freedom. Texas is getting ready to open up here this week, hopefully. And uh, I can't wait for it to open back up. And I know there's places that are still hot spots. There's places that people are still dying. And, um, and, and the numbers are still rising. But that's not the whole country. I mean, here in Texas, we've had we've had forty four deaths in Texas in a in and there's twenty six million people. Mind you, that's forty four too many. Forty four, forty six too many. I wish nobody lost their lives, but basically that's it. And there's no reason to have everything shut down. Now you got places like New York, Louisiana and Michigan where where it's going out of control. I get that, yeah. I mean Keep, keep it shut down as long as you have to, but not longer than you have to. And I keep hearing people talking about the new norm. Yeah, there's going to be a new normal. Everybody just wants to go back to normal. But it's almost like, it's almost like what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. It's almost like 9-11. When, when those planes hit the Pentagon and, and the World Trade Center and, and landed in, uh, in the middle of a field in Pennsylvania... The world changed that day. Not just the country, not just the city that these things happen in. The whole world changed. You know, we went to war after that. Um, we've had soldiers lose their lives. Airport security got tighter. I mean, I remember traveling all the time, and and yeah, you went through a metal detector, and you had to put your luggage through the thing, but. It was never take off your shoes, take off your belt, empty your pockets. I mean, it was never that crazy. So everything changed. So with this, everything's going to change as well. Now, I do believe that everything's going to be fine. I pray and I hope everything's going to be fine. People are saying it's too quick to open. Uh, we don't know what we're doing. Everything's wrong. Dr. Fauci says this. You know, I don't give a shit what Dr. Fauci says because there's almost 10,000 other doctors that have said that there's a cure and that this thing is curable. And a lot of people have been infected, but it didn't kill nowhere near as many people as they thought it would. So, I mean, I'm not saying that it's not a deadly virus. It is a deadly virus. It is. But we can't let the world fall apart because of it. We've had pandemics in the past, uh, I was I, I heard on the radio that in 2000, 2017 we had three times as many deaths over the common flu and we didn't we didn't stop this. But now because a few people freaked out over it and and started shutting everything down everybody's going to freak out and in their home and now everybody wants to get out of their home. I saw I have a I have this meme pulled up here. It's from Instagram, and I posted it on my uh, on my personal page. And it says, day 30. It's a sign somebody put in the window. It says, day 30. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks. I thought that was so funny. I lost it. But that's how people are getting. That's how people are getting. They're losing their patience. And everybody, oh, I wish I had more time at home with my kids. Well, you know what? Now you got more time at home with your kids. Man, I wish I could be working. You know, you know. Be grateful for everything that you have. Be grateful for the time you have at home. Be grateful for the time you have away from home. 
Be grateful for the job that you have. Be grateful that there's people around to take care of your kids when you're working. Be grateful that you have your family. Be grateful that you have your mom or, you know, both your parents or, or relatives nearby. Be grateful, be grateful that you have a car. You know, I tell everybody to humble down and, and look at what you have. Be happy for what you have. And, you know, I've been pretty unhappy for the past 20 years. But I've also been very grateful. I'm grateful for everything that I have and, and everything that I don't have anymore that I had at one time. I'm still grateful for all of that. My problem, my problem is I was incarcerated for two years and I didn't get to finish what I started out to do, which was to set a career path and retire. So that's never going to happen. I'm too old for that. But I also never finished serving the people. And that's the part that really gets me. I really, really want to finish serving the people. And I'm going to because this, this pardon is going to happen. But um, getting back to my other point, be grateful for everything you have. Grind hard, but be humble. I'm going to go and uh, refer back to a, uh, a poster that I have. I, and I've made it kind of like my motto and my creed, kind of like my credo. And I have this framed on my wall. And it's a, it's a poster called Loyalty. It's by Rogue American. And it's great, man. And, and, and it says like this. It says, be loyal, lift heavy weights, drink good beer, love all who love and support you, give no shit, take no shit, stand up for someone weak, give back, don't steal, don't lie, don't cheat, protect something till death, fuck hard and love harder, take care of your people, travel, be part of something bigger than yourself, learn how to shoot. Listen to good music often. Eat well. Love all animals. Crush anyone who harms women, the disabled, or children. Be the example and live it. The fuck else more do you need? I mean, live it. Be the example. It's not all about you, people. For, for Christ's sake, it's not all about you. Praise the Lord that we have everything that we have in this country. God bless America and God bless our troops for giving us the freedoms that we have. You really take everything for granted until you lose them. I know this. I took everything for granted. I appreciated everything that I had, but I took a lot of things for granted until I lost my freedom and ended up in prison for two years. Y'all think it's hard being home for 45 days? You think that's hard? Have the government come drag you out of your house and lock your ass up for two years. Talk to me then. Humble down, people. But overall, I still love this country. There's, there's nothing not to love about it. And uh, I think we're doing a really good job despite everything that's going on with this uh, pandemic because... <laughs> Shit is getting real, people. And um it's gonna it's gonna get better. We're gonna make it through this. And you know what? No matter what happens, the world is still gonna be here. The world is gonna be here. Oh, this this virus is gonna kill everybody. You know what? If it kills everybody in the whole world, the world is still gonna be here and it's gonna start all over. So let's quit our tripping and and come together like we did on September twelfth. And help each other rise up from the ashes. It's what we got to do. So got a couple of more sponsors. Stand by.
So, at the beginning of the show, I told you about our new affiliate, Hero Soap Company. Hero Soap is free of all artificial fragrances and chemicals for a true clean like no other. I've been using the uh, peppermint and cool, and man, let me tell you, it leaves my face, my hands, and, and everything feeling so smooth when I'm done, and, and it keeps you feeling fresh for hours, man, hours afterwards. But um, it's handcrafted, it's infused with essential oils, and the company is veteran-owned. So grab some soap, scrubs, and some gear while you're at it, and use my promo code HONORFIRST at checkout for 10% off every order. And remember, it's HeroSoapCompany.com and Hero Soap Company on Facebook and Instagram. Check it out now. Remember, promo code HONORFIRST. Now, I also want to give a shout-out to TruePatriot.com. TruePatriot.com. It's a apparel company, and that's True, T-R-U. You drop the E, T-R-U-Patriot.com. Uh, they have women's, men's, and kids' uh, collections. They have a veteran-inspired collection as well. And 10% of each purchase from the veteran-inspired collection goes to support the Green Beret Foundation. They have a feature collection, the Captain Joseph House Foundation Collection, Code 22, which is run my, by my buddy Randy Rincones, and Operation Zero Collection. And they have free shipping on all orders over $70. And remember, tell them you heard it here on the Gary Bergman Podcast. It is truepatriot.com, T-R-U-Patriot.com. And it's T-R-U-Patriot on Facebook and Instagram. Go check it out. So in other news, I guess y'all remember me mentioning that back in 2016, I was involved in a motorcycle wreck. I was living in San Antonio at the time. I was living off of Hebner Road, and my mom lives on De Zavala Road, which is the next exit. So I was at my mom spending some time with her, and uh, I had ridden there from my house. And it's only, it's only a mile and a half. And I still remember I was watching Trey Gowdy chew somebody's ass up on Fox News, and we were watching it. And uh, it was around 9 o'clock. And I said, Mom, I got to go. I got to burn off. So I got on my bike and I tore out like I normally do. And uh, I went down De Zavala Road. I banged a right on the uh, access road of I-10, which runs from, well, it, it runs from California to Georgia. But it, it runs east and west. And uh, I was heading uh, eastbound, one exit, but I was going to stay on the access road. So... Speed limit's 50 miles an hour, so I made the right turn onto the access road, and I geared up, and I was rolling up at 50 to 50 miles an hour. And uh, about maybe quarter, three-eighths of a mile down the access road, there's a Krispy Kreme. And right there, there's also an exit for Fredericksburg Road, and there's an exit ramp right there. And it's, it's got the lines painted that you can't cross. You know, it's got the double whites with the stripes in the middle, kind of like a triangle. And I'm in the right lane of the access road. And I'm just cruising, minding my own business. I see this car getting off. And um, next thing I know, I'm parallel to it. I'm right next to it. And I hear it accelerate. And as I look to my left, here she comes. I guess the hot light was on at Krispy Kreme because she was all of a sudden in the mood to get some donuts because she saw the hot light. It's actually what the police report says. She made an illegal turn. And as I looked to my left and I saw these headlights and, and, and the front of this Chrysler Sebring coming at me. 
she was looking to the right out, out the window to make sure no traffic was coming, but she completely missed seeing me. So she accelerated right into me. I was doing 50 miles an hour and uh, she had to be doing at least 45, 50 miles an hour as well. And she hit me hard broadside, T-boned me. And I went flying off my bike. And I remember I tumbled for what seemed forever. I remember even thinking to myself, oh, God, when am I going to stop tumbling? Uh, as I was tumbling, I caught my bike doing uh, cartwheels out of, out of the corner of my eye. And when I landed, when I finally stopped, I got up and I took two steps and I fell down again. And uh, I couldn't walk. And I, and I looked and uh, my bike was lying in the middle of a parking lot. I was in the middle of a parking lot. I was on the access road. Now I'm in the middle of a parking lot. She came running over. She was freaking out. An old man came out of Krispy Kreme. And I called my son. And my son headed my way real quick. And I don't know how long I was there because he lived driving at a good clip at 70 miles an hour. He lived about 10, 15 minutes away. And um, the police officer showed up. And I request, and I asked him if my if my bro, uh, we'll call him BA. I asked him if my bro BA was working, and he and he was just getting off work, so he came over there and took control of my bike. And I remember getting up. They they stood me up, and I couldn't walk. And I'll tell you why in a little bit. But I couldn't walk. I was being held up. And I looked at him. And I said, "Dude, I just want to go home." And he goes, "No, you're going to the hospital." I said, "No, no, I want to go home." <laughs> And, and I guess he says I passed out there for a split second. And then I woke back up. He goes, you're going to the hospital. And I was like, okay, okay. But um, they took me, to my, my kids showed up, and they took me to the hospital. And I was there. And I ended up with uh, with two broken bones in my right foot. I fractured and sprained both ankles. Uh, fractured my left leg. My collarbone, and I ended up with a with a torn rotator cuff. But I didn't realize that till like eight weeks later. Once I started healing from the other stuff, I started realizing I can't lift my arm, and uh, I can only lift it from the elbow. That's it, elbow up and down. I couldn't move it forward or nothing. I could move it out to the side, but I couldn't move it up or down. You know, I'm out to the side like a chicken wing. So, all that, I got all those injuries. I had both legs wrapped up and um, not a scratch or a bump on my head, and I wasn't wearing a helmet. Texas doesn't have a helmet law. I wasn't wearing a helmet. And all that tumbling in the middle of a parking lot, all those injuries, scrapes. I had road rash everywhere. I had road rash where you could see my, my skin was just white. And uh, I didn't even mess up my hair. So God was looking out for me that day. But unfortunately... I uh, ended up out of work for the almost next 10 months and actually got into a financial hole because I had no income. So wasn't able to fix my bike, wasn't able to pay my bills. So I'm, 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 I'm grateful that I have uh, employment now, even though I'm on workers' comp again because I was also in a car accident back in August. But I was a passenger. wasn't my fault. Y'all step off. But getting to my other point, I haven't been able to fix my bike. I tried doing a few things on my own. My, my, my bro, Caveman, sent me some parts that I really needed, and uh, I started putting them on, but I just didn't have the, – at first I didn't have the money to fix my bike. 
Then I didn't have the time. Then I didn't have neither. Then I had both and just didn't do it. So I've got a bro of mine who's been fixing my bike. His name is Swifty, Eric Swifty. And uh, he's out here near Fort Worth in a place called Crowley. Crowley, Joshua, I don't know why. I think it's Crowley. And he's been working on my bike. And, man, it's coming out really, really, really cool. I got a 04 Dyna Superglide. Nothing, nothing special, nothing fancy about it. But I've had to, I had to replace the forks. I did that on my own. Uh, the bearings. Got a, new, got a new tank. Well, new to me. It's got a little dent in it, but it's new to me. And uh, my bike used to be silver. It's going to be black now. And, you know, he's, he's had it for a while. And I've been feeding him some money here and there whenever I get some. A couple of hundred dollars here, a couple of hundred dollars there. And he's been just tooling away at it, man. And he sent me some pictures the other day. He, and, 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 man, he's so wrong. He sends me little bits and pieces here. He goes, he'll send me a little picture of the fender. He'll send me another picture of the other side. But I can't see the whole bike. I go over there and I look at it, but I want to see it in a picture. And I can't see the whole bike. So I guess he's kind of saving it for a surprise. But, uh, yeah, it's going to look really cool. It's, it's going to have some patina on it. And he's the guy builds uh, hot rods and rat rods and stuff. And he, he, he's, he's an old school guy. Really, really awesome. And if you ever need any bike work done, go on and head out to Swifties in, uh, in, in Joshua. I'll throw out his phone number here real cool. But it's Swifties Motorcycle Shop in see the Joshua Crowley. I should have been better prepared for this, but I wasn't ready to throw him out there. But... Yeah, and uh, and it's looking really, really good. And he's got a he's got a logo, and he's gonna put it on the side of the tank, and it's gonna say Harley Davidson. And uh, I can't I can't wait to ride this bike. He's put some new lights on it, turn signals, tail lights, shocks. Uh, put my clutch and my primary back together. Rebuilt my carburetor. Um, he's painting it. I mean, he's, he's, he's done quite a bit of stuff to it, and I'm really, really excited. Mind you, I can't ride it yet because my neck is still in the neck brace, but I'm just the fact that my bike's actually run. Oh, and it started. It, sounded start, it started and it sounded strong, so I'm, like, crazy excited about that. And uh, I've had this bike for a long time. It was uh, my – I used to have a 2000 – no, no, I take that back. It was a 1992 – FXDB. It was a Dyna, but it was a anniversary edition. In 92, they made two specialty bikes, and they were the FXDB and the FXDS. The FXDS was a black bike, a black date, a black uh, Dyna, and it had a red pinstripe that red went around the, uh, the rim of the wheels and had some red pinstripe around the tank. And that was the anniversary. I forgot which number anniversary, but that was uh, the anniversary of of Daytona Bike Week. That was to the the it represented Daytona, uh, not Daytona. What am I saying? Sturgis, Sturgis Bike Week. The black one was Sturgis, and mine's was a gold and blue one, and it was the FXDB, and and it was the fiftieth anniversary of Daytona Bike Week in nineteen ninety two. There were only fifteen hundred of those bikes made. And I had number 476, I believe. Well, that bike got stolen before I went to, uh, right before I went to prison. And I was kind of bummed about it because I've had quite a few Harleys. I mean, I've had low riders. I've had soft tails. I've had sportsters. I've had, 
uh, FXRs. I had a 87 FXLR, which was just a wicked bike. I've had shovel heads. But that FXDB, that Daytona, I had for several years. I'm thinking I had it almost six years. And it's the only bike that I owned that I never dropped. Not once. Not even like, not even like lost my balance and laid it down gently. And, and it never hit the ground while I owned it. So everything else I've either, <laughs> I've either wrecked or fell off of or something. But um, that was a really cool bike. But when I got out of the prison, my my brothers in San Antonio, all my all my LEOs and and, and my brothers that I ride with, um, they presented me with this bike that I have now, and I was like, "Where the hell did that come from?" And they're like, "No, actually, I said, where the, what the hell is that?" And they're like, "That's your bike." I was like, "What do you mean it's my bike?" And I was like, "Well, you can't ride with us if you don't have a bike." I was like, "Who bought a bike?" Ends up my brother Stitch's mom actually won it in a in a casino in a slot off a slot machine in New Mexico, I think it was. So they bought it off of her and they gave it to me. So that's what brotherhood's about. So it's a 2004 and I've thought several times that I wanted to upgrade my bike and upgrade my bike and I was going to trade this one in and and uh, and get me another bike, something with a bigger engine and a fatter rear tire and something more comfortable to ride and but I can't part with this bike I me and this bike have been through through hell I've had it since 2006 it's at 04 I've had it since 2006 and I can't wait to get it back on the road even if I can't ride it I can't wait it till it's just running and done which is going to be real soon right Swifty but yeah and it's looking badass well I'll post some pictures of it you know what I'm going to post some pictures of it on my uh, Instagram. I'm going to I'm going to post what he sent me. Now, you ain't going to get the whole picture, but you'll see what I'm talking about. It's going to look wicked. Once I'm ready to ride again, I can't wait to ride with my brothers up here in uh, Fort Worth and also with my brothers down in San Antonio and everywhere in between, Waco, Austin, Temple. But uh, I'm looking forward to riding with my brothers Ricky Rackman as well. Ricky Rackman goes on a motorcycle ride every year. He does Ricky's ride, and he raises money for charity. Last year was for veterans. The year before that, uh, I forgot the girl's name, but he raised he raised over twenty thousand dollars for 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 a girl that had a that had a sickness. And uh, man, I can't remember the girl's name. I'll update you on that as well. But man, Ricky is a riding fool. On him, him and Tammy Down from Faster Pussycat have ridden across the whole country together, all 48 states. And um, I, fr- I remember one year, I, th- I think they put almost 18,000 miles on one ride. 18,000 miles. And uh, usually when they come through Texas, I'll meet up with them. And uh, me and Ricky, we, we ride together really good. And th- the times that I've gone to Virginia to do my motorcycle run for Jonathan Bowling, I normally fly into Charlotte and uh, Ricky will pick me up, and I'll go rent a bike because I really like to ride up there one day. But when I was working, I really didn't have the time to take, you know, days off to go riding. I would have loved to, but it, it's easier for me to fly and rent. But one day I hope to ride my own bike up to uh, North Carolina to Mooresville where Ricky's at and cruise around there. I want to I I ride to his house, go down to his boat slip, and, and, and water ski on his boat, water surf. 
wave surf. That's what he does. He want to wave surf. I haven't been able to do it yet. Last time I went out on his boat, I was just healing from a motorcycle accident, so I couldn't even try it. But uh, I love riding with him because he knows all the roads, and 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 uh, it's just a lot of fun, man. R- Ricky's a really good brother. I consider him family, just just like Tammy Down. And I've ridden with Tammy quite a few times. A couple, back in 2010, Fast Pussycat was playing here in was playing in San Antonio. And I borrowed my buddy Joey Max's bike from Maximum Altitude. And I gave Tammy my bike. And we went out riding all day long. So when he got back to do the show, he was all pumped up. He went riding all around Texas. And it was actually one of the best Faster Pussycat shows that I saw in Clicks, San Antonio. It was a really good time. But those guys are freaking great to ride with. Want to head out to California and ride with my brother uh, Ricky Rocket. And uh, I want to I get on a Scrambler. I, I haven't been on one of those in a long time, but I've been I've been doing Harleys to like forever. Anybody out there ride anything other than Harley? Let me know. Let me know. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the road this year a bit once I heal from my neck, and uh, I don't know how much I'm gonna be able to do because my neck actually hurts quite a bit. But I'm healing little by little. I'm healing, but I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put some miles on on the road this year. I've been saying that the past 20 years have been really rough for me and 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 just straight up fucked up. The past 20 years have been fucked up. And uh, I'm turning it around now. And, and 2020s, everybody wants a restart of 2020. But you know what? I think 2020's been really good to me so far. It hasn't been great. But then again, the past 20 years haven't. But I'm changing this year, and I'm going to start it with a really, really good ride. Last time I took a really good ride just to go out and ride, it was 2013, and uh, and and I flew to Arizona, and and my friend lent me her bike, and it was a fat boy, and I rode down to, I rode I rode from Phoenix to Tucson, hung out with my boy PJ, saw my brother Dan Cox, we were all Border Patrol agents together, and um, hung out there for a day, and then I shot down to Yuma, and I hung out with my brother uh, Fester. Yeah, he's my old partner in the Border Patrol, too, and got into some shit with him. But uh, we went down there, and, and I had the best time down there. It was so... Uh, and I thought Yuma was going to be like this little desert one-horse town. I had, I, had, I had never been there. But I really, really liked it. I really liked it, and I want to go back. So if you guys in Yuma hear me talking right now, I'm going to get there again. And uh, we need to do some riding. Let's ride to California. Come on. I'll let you know. We'll get it ready. But I haven't taken a good ride like that. And then I rode back to Tucson and back to Phoenix. And then I flew out. But I haven't had a good ride like that since 2013. I mean, I, I've, I've been on some rides. But not just one where I just go. And I used to do it all the time. I used to just get on my bike and, and ride. And, and if I had days off, I'd just say, you know what? I'm just going to hit the highway. And who knows? Some, some One time I ended up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. When I was up living in New York, when I used to do that, I ended up I ended up in uh, Toronto, but I just tend to I just tend to keep going. And there's nothing. I'm I'm so ready to release. I'm so ready to just hit the road. Want to skydive? Want to want to go out on a lake and hit the boat? I'm just. It's gonna be a new year. I want to start it off the right way. Who's with me? Come on, let's do this. I'll be. I'm gonna go hit the country. So let me know where you're at. I want to go and just have a good time because I'm tired. I'm tired of 
the one and I'm tired of everybody saying that they can't and, and this is impossible. And you know what? Everything's possible. Get your ass out there and work for it. And like I said, this is gonna this is gonna be the beginning of my new life. I'm I'm holding myself responsible. I've I've always held myself responsible, but I'm getting up off my ass and doing things. I'm trying to make myself productive. Every day I do something, you know, productive because I can't just sit around the house and 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 watch TV. It, it it drives me crazy, and not to mention I don't have a TV. But that's besides the point. But uh, there's nobody to blame in life for anything but yourself. All right, just just man up, cowgirl up. And get do and and get to it, you know. Get out of bed and get to it. You you use use the use the use the five second rule. Get up out of bed and do it. Five seconds. Make it happen. Be positive because life is good. Life isn't easy. Life isn't fair. Life isn't a box of chocolates. But life is good. I enjoy life. I'm really starting to enjoy it more. I uh, I just recently, just recently got to see my little uh, stepdaughter Ziva, um, for a little while, and it's been really, really good. So it's 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 softened up my heart, and life is just so much better when I see her, and she's so much happier too. I love her with all my heart, and uh, and I've been, I've been seeing her a couple of times now. So this is fantastic. Because life was empty without her. Be grateful for your kids. Be grateful for everything you have, man, because you end up losing it. And um, I know because I've I've lost everything I've owned several times. And just as recently as last year, lost everything I had again. And I'm grateful because I know I'll get it back. I know I'll get it back. That's That's not what I'm worried about. But... I'm worried about everybody else that's not grateful and humble and taking things for granted because you're really going to miss out on the great things in life, man. God put God does things for a reason. I believe that. I'm I not only believe it, I know it. But God works in mysterious ways and uh and he's got a reason for doing everything. He don't make mistakes. You don't make mistakes. I've, I've talked to a lot of people, and they're like, but why does this happen to me? Why, why, why? And I'm like, there's a reason for it. You may not understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand why half the things happen to me. I put it all in God's hands. He's the one that did it. He's the one I got to believe in. You know, and <laughs> I, I just remembered something. Speaking of why, people are always c- crying why. I hit my knee the day before yesterday on the uh, on the corner of a sofa here in where I where I where I live in Fort Worth, I was bending down to get something, and I just drove my knee right into the corner, and it hurt. Oh my lord, did it hurt! And I ended up falling on the floor and grabbing my knee, and I looked straight up at the ceiling and looked at God. I was like, "Why? Why did you do this to me? What did I do? <laughs> Why?" <laughs> oh my God, it hurt. I'm still walking with a limp because of it. I mean, it was it was one of those things where you just nail yourself and. It, you you feel it in your ass, you feel it in your throat, you feel like you're going to throw up. It's just, it was pain. I haven't felt pain like that in a long, long time. Just, a, just a, I just smashed it, man. I smashed it. Why? 
So I passed all my real estate exams and I'm going to be getting my real estate license back and uh, probably going to end up selling homes either in Fort Worth or in San Antonio. I still don't know. I, ha- I haven't made a decision as to where I'm going to stay yet. I don't know. But um, I'm going to end up selling some homes again. And uh, I'll let you know when that happens. But I'm really, really looking forward to it. My I'm a Teamster, and I deliver trucks. But I've been on workers' comp since August because I got hurt. Uh, my Uber driver hit a stop car at 65 miles an hour after I yelled stop three times. So I've had knee surgery, shots in my hand, neck, and lower back, and I had a neck fusion. They went in through the front, put plates and screws, and fused uh, L C five through seven. So while I was on workers' comp, I just got laid off because the Peterbilt plant Peterbilt plant closed. So when I come off workers' comp, I'm probably going to go on unemployment, but I'm going to look for another job once I'm healed and ready to go because the last thing I want to do is hurt my neck. And uh, it still hurts. So not not like before, but it still hurts. Now, I don't know if it's residual from the accident, residual from the surgery, or if it's just his neck brace that's just killing me. It's tweaking my neck. But uh, I'm look for, probably going to look for another trucking job in the meantime. I'm going to do the real estate, but I need to bank money in the meantime. So um, if anybody knows the janitor in the White House or has any connections to Donald Trump Jr. or any of the Trumps or can get me access to the president so he can hear my case so I can go to the police academy at Angelina College, let me know. Let me know. I'm still pushing my pardon. And um, it's going... I feel I'm making the best effort I can. I'm in the process of writing a book. Uh, I'm writing a book. I'm going to try to get it out there. And, you know, because somebody somebody explained it to me, you know, I'm doing this podcast. And I'm going on other podcasts. And I've done some interviews. And I'm on the internet. And I'm having people reach out. So those are all really good things. And he kind of explained it to me. Real quick, I can't do it as good as he does, but it's kind of like an orchestra. You know, you got a great percussionist, but they just show up on one day. You got a great horn section, but they just show up on another day. All you got is horns. You got a great, you know, um, um, string section, but they show up on another day. And really, nothing's going to happen until you get the whole orchestra together. And he says the the part that I'm missing is that book. So I've been working on that. And uh, I've tried writing a book in the past before, but I always start off really good. You know, on, on this day, I was working this area of the Rio Grande, and and I was with my partner and, and whatever. And then when I get further down the line, I get to the prison part, and I'm like, fuck that dude, I wanted to kill him. And he, you know, so, yeah, it gets me really emotional. And I had over... 200-something pages written one time, and I got so mad that I was writing it because it brings me back there that I just deleted it all. Yes, I did. But uh, I'm not going to delete it this time. I'm going to get the book done, and I'm going to get it out as quick as possible. So y'all stand by for that. I got a pretty good title for it, too. It's one that I was, was going to use for it back then, and, and uh, I'm not going to tell you, so you're going to have to wait. But looking forward to that. 
and I think that's going to be a big change right there. I've never written a book. I've written a lot of police reports, but never a book. But like I said, I had a I had a couple of hundred pages written one time, and I deleted them all. So, but folks, I am almost out of time. I want to shout out to a couple, another couple of people that I ha- that I haven't forgotten about. So other than riding motorcycles and skydiving and boating and traveling the country and possibly scuba diving, don't know about that one yet, haven't done it in 25 years. Um, another thing that I really want to do is I want to get back in shape. Uh, I've put on a few pounds and lost quite a bit of muscle since August that I haven't been able to do a damn thing uh, since since this accident. So... I'm looking out there getting some products and some stacks and some protein and whatever I can get. So I've been surfing around, and of course, I'm going to lean towards Alpha Elite Performance. It's The website is alphaeliteperformance.com, and it's a, vet, it's a veteran-owned sports nutrition company, and uh, they're focused on supporting the superior performance and recovery of every customer as they pursue their athletic goals. And I got some pretty good goals because I want to get diesel again. Um, before this happened, I was actually in good shape because I was traveling the country and, and I had a rigorous job and I didn't eat crap and I was actually working a lot. So I was actually, I felt that was my exercise. That was my workout, you know, um, but that's changed. So I'm going to lean toward Alpha Elite Performance because they pride themselves on their relentless dedication to the Alpha Elite family and they hold their product to a strict standards in support of the military and civilian performance alike. They're owned and operated by a retired U.S. Army Green Beret, and Alpha Elite sets the gold standards for superior quality in a highly competitive industry. So this product is used by uh, several of my friends, including country singer Ryan Weaver, the voice of the PBR, and my brother, Chief Warrant Officer J.P. Cervantes. And and, uh, I'm looking at ordering some here, and you can use... Promo code JP15 for 15% off your order. So check it out. AlphaElitePerformance.com. Alpha Elite Performance on Instagram and Facebook. Go check it out. But um, there are several different ways to listen to this podcast. I've got a whole slew of things like 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 uh, Anchor and, and Breaker, Radio Republic, Pocket Cast. Outreach. There's several different platforms to listen to this on. Most popular ones are Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And uh, according to my analytics, that's what that's what this podcast is listened to the most. Do me a favor, y'all. If uh, you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review and five stars so I can climb up those ratings so I can bring you a better podcast. Uh, I know it's a little bit of vanity, but, you know, trying to bring you the best podcast that I can, and that really helps. So five stars and a review, and I'd appreciate it. And I want you all to do one more thing for me. I want you to go to iTunes, and I want you to find Music on the Mission by Dave Bray. And uh, download it, because you're not going to regret it. Uh, I love listening to it. I listen to it in my truck all the time. I listened to it. I listened to it today and um, had tears rolling down my eyes because if you're an American, you can't help 
but tear up at this man's voice at, at this man's message. Dave Bray USA.com. Dave Bray B R A Y USA.com. And it's Dave Bray on Instagram. Dave Bray on Facebook. I know him and his wife, Becky. I consider them uh, family. He, he uh, checked up on me when I was going through a hard time last year. I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, I was contemplating doing some pretty stupid things, and I think he got the idea that I was planning that. And uh, him, along with uh, some other brothers of mine, kept me in check. So he's a really good guy. He's a Christian. He's a flag-waving patriot. And, and Dave Bray, love you, brother. See you soon. So with that, hope you all enjoy this. And um, thank you for listening. God bless. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming held the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave